0: Hey everyone, this is Chris, and you're listening to One Cross Radio. And today, I am joined by Alan Craig, the head of Living Rock Ministries. Al, (laughs) Living (laughs) Rock. Al, how you doing? Good. How are you, Chris? Doing all right, man. Just coming in before work to do this thing. Thank you for taking the time. So, could you share a bit with us about your uh, your testimony? Sure.
1: Um, I uh, had been a kid on the streets uh, when I was in my teens and had uh, been brought up in a pretty dysfunctional family and uh had uh you know traveled around got into the whole drug scene did all kinds of played in rock bands did all kinds of crazy things and uh i got heavily into drugs got kind of messed up actually uh into drugs and then uh uh became a christian back in uh uh, just before I turned 22. Okay. So I had traveled around a lot and I had been out on my own since I'd been about 17. So wow. Uh, and I had gotten, like I said, I hadn't gotten pretty heavy into drugs. So I uh, became a Christian and uh, my stepbrother, who had been a, a, a biker and had mm-hmm. been somebody I had admired, uh, you know, I connected up with him after being away for a while and found out he had become a Christian too. So that intrigued me. So we got talking. and. Nice. Uh, connected and uh, I just, yeah, I just felt like, you know, one, one day what he had is what I needed and uh, nice. came to Christ and then my life changed and went to uh, back to school about, uh, about two, three years after that and uh, decided I wanted to go into ministry. So I went into ministry at uh, a place called Teen Challenge, which okay. works with, uh, with youth and did that for four and a half years and then started The Rock. Nice, yeah. nice.
0: And I love that. As I'm hearing that bit with a brother-in-law, it's mm. time and time yeah, again. Stepbrother, See, yeah, yeah, stepbr- yeah, sorry, yeah, stepbrother. Sorry, no stepbrother. Yeah. Time and time again, it seems like the community aspect, where yeah. in faith and in this kind of setting, yeah. is just how instrumental having that extra yeah. person is to. Yeah, relationships huge, yeah. right? Like uh, I remember being
1: at. Uh, I was a supervisor at a Billy Graham Crusade, right? And oh he, my he goodness! Had, he was meeting with everybody and all the ministers, right? And yeah. there's was probably about three or four hundred people there, and he. He asked people, who, you know, how they became Christians. He said, he asked, first of all, you know, anybody become a Christian through, you know, TV evangelists, for example. <laughs> nobody stood up. And then he said, through, how about, through, you know, music, you know, like gospel music, nobody stood up. And he said, maybe through your church. Now a few people then stood up. But then he said, how many were brought to Christ by uh, having a relationship with mm-hmm. somebody and the rest of the people stood up you know so that's important right yeah Yeah. big time
0: yeah thank you for sharing that tidbit too i gotta pick your brain about billy graham sometimes uh when did you come up with the idea for living rock and how long did it gestate before it became a reality
1: Uh, it actually happened pretty quick. I I was uh, I used to go down to this rock festival down in Chicago, Illinois, okay. and uh, it was very uh, alternative for back then, being in the early '80s, and it uh, was really like edge, mm. right? A lot of punk bands and uh, and hardcore bands, but they were all it was all Christian, right? And, yeah. Uh, they, uh, I remember driving back there with Karen, actually, at the time we were dating. Okay. And uh, I started talking about starting something like what they were doing, because Jesus People USA and Chicago have all of these. They don't just put out festivals. They have homeless shelters and all kinds of awesome. things. Awesome. Right? Awesome. And uh, they work with fringe people, people on the street, right? So I, I really felt like to have something that was grassroots. I'd already been working for Teen Challenge, but... Teen Challenge was very much like a disciplined drug rehab mm-hmm. center, you know, like um, where I th- I really wanted to connect with people on a kind of on, on the grassroots level. Yeah. Right? So um, um, starting the rock just on a very uh, small scale it was very different then when I started mm-hmm. it 32 years ago. Than yeah. No, <laughs> uh, it was mostly musicians, and we put on concerts. Awesome. And uh, you know, just reached out on the streets and stuff. We didn't own buildings or anything. We rented facilities and put on, put on free concerts and things like that. And that was how we started. That's so.
0: great. Thank you. And I've got the book, so I'm oh, just yeah, like, cool. yeah. yeah, I'm gonna yeah. be. I haven't had the chance to read it yet, so I'm looking forward yeah. to that bit. So nice. Thank you. What are some of the ways that Living Rock is involved in the community in Hamilton?
1: Right. Well, our focus, as you know, is to reach out to. Uh, uh, street-involved youth, yeah, and uh, youth that are on the fringe, youth that are at risk, and uh, we do that through a number of ways, from uh, ha- you know food bank mm-hmm. to hot meals, serving nine hundred meals a week, to employment programs, to our open access right uh, programs, uh, you know, so all kinds of different ways. But our focus is to reach out to youth that are that are at risk, mm-hmm. and. Uh, and what I've realized more recently—I mean, that that changed over the years. We used to talk talk about reaching out to street kids originally, and then it was street, you know, youth, and then street-involved youth, and then now it's called the—the the, the, seems like the most recent politically correct term is at-risk youth. But right. But when now that I've been doing this for a lot of years, I realize that I think pretty much every youth yeah. is at risk. That's something I agree with you. <laughs> I have, uh, I you know, I my, I have a 25-year-old and a 23-year-old, and so I've gone through the. You know the parenting of the teen years, Mm -hmm. but I mean, even in the twenties, it's still there. You know, like Mm -hmm. there's still issues, right? So, uh, well, you know, so it's it's they're they're, you know at risk. It doesn't matter so much where you've been brought up in the city, or you know,
0: it's not low income. I lived up in Waterdown, and and Waterdown is well off. Yeah, and there's a lot of drug issues and a lot of stuff up there that they're they're getting better at. But it's like this isn't what you call an at risk. Youth area, right, right? So you're, I 100% agree with you. It's not, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, there's a big event coming up called Soup Fest. Yeah. What can you tell us about it?
1: Yeah, Soup Fest is uh, there's 25 restaurants that are uh, competing for best soup. So we've awesome. got, and, and so people come in to try the soup. So I've uh, just finished booking all the bands. I had a list in front of me here somewhere. I think of the <laughs> bands that are playing, but we have a number of bands. I like uh, Ridden Riders, which is a reggae band playing. I've got uh, uh, John Wozniak, who is in a band which is very well known called Marcia Playground. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's coming. um, And he pretty much was Marcia Playground. So they, uh, it was a three piece band, but he wrote and sang all the stuff and did the guitar. So they, so they, he was essentially Prince. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So uh, we've got him, and he'll probably bring some musicians to back him up. And, uh, and then there's, uh, yeah, there, there, there's bands all day long. Starting uh, doors open at eleven thirty, and uh, we go throughout the whole day. So there's restaurants, competing, amazing soups, and uh, at entertainment. Good and entertainment going all day. So it's just a big party,
0: really. It's uh, it's an awesome time. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to it. And then if people want to, if they're listening and they're in Hamilton, how yeah. could they get involved or become, like, get a part
1: of that? Yeah, well, I mean, they could go on our website and just check out. Uh, if you go on our website at livingrock.ca, you can, you can scroll down and click on the Soup Fest link, and you can kind of get a picture of, of what Soup Fest is. Awesome. If you want to volunteer, you can, uh, you can you know, come down and, and find out how to do that. Like, uh, you can volunteer either here at The Rock or come and volunteer just to do a soup fest so there's that option too perfect or just come in and i believe the tickets are twenty dollars at the door and uh and uh, i think they're 15 in advance mm-hmm. i believe so and that's
0: at the convention center right it is yeah right perfect downtown. Yeah. perfect i i mentioned earlier you've you've written a book right. which is just it's crazy it's yeah. awesome yeah cool how did that like how did that happen? What was that process like? Uh,
1: that that book uh, came about just from uh, I mean I, I did it over a, a number of years, just uh, writing different experiences of uh, you know what what uh, I you know I went through in starting the rock and uh, and but it was also I was involved in a study done by Social Planning and Research uh, on street-involved youth. So okay. I also included a lot of of the of the findings about. Street-involved youth in there, so it's not just a book about me or my mm-hmm. experiences. though I did put some of that in there, because my story is intertwined with the whole, yeah. you know, Living Rock story in and of itself. So it's not just just about that, but it's about street-involved youth, why youth become street-involved. Okay. There's even scriptural, you know, principles on how to reach out to the awesome. orphan, the widow, the <laughs> alien, and the stranger, right? Which yeah. I find that youth. That are on the street tends to be most youth that i've encountered on the streets have had uh, either no father in their home uh, or there's been some kind of an abusive situation yeah. that happened right yeah so so yeah so that's uh that, that book came out mainly uh from experience and then just wanting to put some of that so i started printing i had a box full of i don't know if you remember I, uh you know the floppy disk but back oh I, oh yeah, i started no. it back in the <laughs> You know, in the 80s, so I had these floppy <laughs> disks, and then they, you know, then I kept saving them. So I had this tray of of disks, which was my book. And yeah. Then, and then, they uh,
0: had, like, maximum 8 yeah, MB space or uh, something. So then yeah.
1: I started saving them onto this computer, <laughs> and then I, uh, then I put them to print, and got a publisher to uh, come on board. And, awesome. essence uh, publishing, and, uh, yeah, they, they
0: printed it, and the rest is, Fantastic. Yeah. Thank you. I... Uh, so we, we kind of addressed it anyway, but more so with SoupFest. But if anyone listening could support Living Rock, yeah. what ways could they do that? If oh, they, they, could all the,
1: they could support us financially. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's definitely one way. Uh, and they c-
0: can they do that through the website? They can do or? it through
1: the website. Like, yeah, we can do it through online. They could do it through credit card. They could send in Perfect. donations. They could do the pre-authorized. Perfect. Uh, you know, where, where it comes directly uh, deposited or withdrawn out of their bank. So mm-hmm. they can do it that way yeah so uh and then they could they could or they could come and volunteer uh but you know they can they can get bored and uh, go through an orientation and volunteer here um they could keep us in their prayers because i mean we're up against all kinds of opposition sometimes Mm -hmm. what we're doing Mm -hmm. uh they could if they're part of a church community they could have us connect with their church to come in and do a presentation perfect you know so there's
0: yeah lots of ways awesome What's uh, what do you feel is a difficulty faced by like social uh, social agencies outreach or social ministries today? Difficulty, you say? You, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, difficulties. Yeah. Um, or challenges, or
1: yeah, I think that there's uh, a lot of competition. Uh, I mean, there's charities starting every day. I've read in uh, you know mm-hmm. uh, through the, through the, the government emails he sent out or newsletters. Uh, so there's a lot of charities, so it's hard to, you know, you got to compete for funding, and you don't want to be in competition with like-minded organizations, but then there's reality that you are, so you're doing, you're competing with that, you can get bogged down in the administration to the point where you're not doing what you're called to do, right. you know, so yeah. there's, you know, like, it's always, you're always competing for donors, you know, like, you know, when you're the new kid on the block, when you're new, sometimes people will get think, oh, this is great getting bored, but then you've been around for a while, it's kind of like, okay, I don't know, you know, those, yeah. whether or not that's something I want to stay invested into. Right. So, yeah, it's it, the whole funding
0: thing is, is a challenge. All right. And then, finally, uh, what advice would you give to those who might want to get into this line of work? Be as a, as a student, student or someone who has dreams of their own agency, like Living Rock. Right.
1: Uh, I surrounded myself with people that had skills that I didn't have, (laughs) (laughs) and that's to me, I mean, I got that, I remember when I was trying to start this organization, and I I was getting overwhelmed by, you know, I don't know how to do the books, I don't know how to do all the things that you need to do, Mm -hmm. can't afford to hire people, right, but uh, I, uh, I was watching a talk show, I think it was Larry King or something, I was just channel surfing one night, and uh, Larry King was interviewing this guy that had, had, was a self-made uh, you know, billionaire. And uh, he uh, asked him how he did it. He did it with uh, the stock market, right? So he mm-hmm. asked him, if, you know, you must be very successful or know figures and be really good at math. And he goes, no, I'm a dialectic. I can't, I'm not good at figuring any of that stuff out. <laughs> he said, well, how did you do it? He goes, I surrounded myself with people that had those talents that I don't have. And that's and that's what I realized I needed to do You know i I, so i originally was volunteer so i found people to do how to put proposals in nice uh karen had skills that i didn't have you know i have skills that she doesn't have uh so you know that it's working together with people because you could never start anything like this alone and i believe in the power of prayer and we and, and we started this with uh you know in prayer and uh you know we got people together and we prayed weekly for uh for, for 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 this ministry and and you know God was really faithful and it opened up to uh to to what it is and the funds came in and we've been able to do what we've done for you know the last thirty
0: two years so and many many more yeah <laughs> all right well thank you so yeah, much for sharing welcome. that Al and uh and your time and. Dear listener, thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed. If you're interested at all in learning more about Living Rock and supporting financially or showing up to Soup Fest, I'll make sure I include the links in the blurb below. Thank you for listening and God bless my friends. Take care.